You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You are listening to the Fly the W670 podcast, Season 2, Episode 10, The End of the Cubs-Cardinals Rivalry. Crowley, the end of the Cubs-Cardinals rivalry. I cannot believe what we are calling this one. Don't forget to listen, download, review, and most importantly, subscribe to our podcast to follow all the socials, Fly the W670, Twitter, Instagram, and Fly the W on Facebook. Of course, you can email us, flythew670 at gmail.com. I'm Dustin Rhodes, executive producer of the Mully and Haw Show. 5.30 to 10 on 670, the score. Of course, your radio home for Cubs baseball. And as always... I am joined by my buddy Crowley. Crowley, afternoon on this Thursday. Yeah, it's it's been an exciting week. We got a lot to talk about. Uh, Jim Bowden, how about him? How about him dropping that bomb? It's it's. I thought it was interesting. I thought it was funny. I thought it was worth talking about. <laughs> Absolutely, no, that's a good good talkability. Um, very interesting. You and I were texting about it and had thoughts. Uh, on our text stream that the uh, that the subscribers and listeners of this podcast can't uh, can't have access to, but now they've got access because they've got both of us here. Let's uh, first, Crowley. Let's introduce what the plan is, and then let's uh, let's uh, attack it, digest it, and spit it back out. Yeah. So you know, Jim Bowden, he's a co-host of SiriusXM's Inside Pitch on MLB Network Radio. If you listen to that, he's a columnist for the Athletic, and he wrote an article that was pretty shocking. Um, But there is no question that Major League Baseball plans to expand from 30 teams to 32. This has been going on a while, and there's been a whole bunch, you know, whether talking about whether you're going to do it internationally or or locate them in the U.S., who knows? The question is, which cities will be given franchises? And with the addition of two teams, is this an opportunity for radical realignment of the league? Now, Dustin, you know, MLB has been around for about 150 years. The NL formed in 1876, the AL in 1901. They start playing the World Series in 1903. But from 1900 to 1968, you and I being National League guys, Dustin, um, there were just eight teams, right, from 1900 until 1962 when the Mets and the Houston Colts, later the Astros become NLTs, NL teams. And then in 1969, they added the Padres and Expos. Once you had 12 teams, the division was split into two, the National League East and the National League West. So for those of you Cub fans old enough to remember, the Cubs, when they won the division title in 1984 and 1989, they were champions of the NL East. East, yes. yes, yes. And so the Rockies and Marlins joined the NL in 1994. The league was again reorganized into three geographical divisions. East, West, and Central, which is what we have today. The Cubs won the NL Central in 2003, 7, 8, 2016, 2017, and one last time in 2020 in that crazy 60-game COVID season. So, you know, it, there, there's always been changes, 
But, you know, now now comes this question about the expansion. And some of the cities in the running would be Nashville, Charlotte, Portland, Las Vegas, and Montreal. Those are teams that have been kicked around. Obviously, the Expos used to be in the National League. Um, but Bowden says when the NL finally does expand to 32 teams, in because of, you know, you now have the DH, you now have interleague play constantly, that it's an opportunity to do a, a, rearrange things geographically, right? And so getting rid of what we currently have, which is the three divisions, the NL East, West, and Central, and the AL East and West and Central, and rather than do that, similar to basketball, do away with the AL and NL and have the Eastern and Western Conference. And that would consist of four geographically aligned divisions apiece. So you'd have four teams per division, 16 teams per conference, okay? Now, in this kind of what he was talking about, he's going to assume Charlotte and Nashville are going to be the winners of the expansion cities. So he's including Charlotte and Nashville in this, and both of them are going to be in the Eastern Conference. And he said, hey, you know, the A's, we don't know what they're going to do. That stadium situation's messed up. Maybe they stay in Oakland. Maybe they're in Las Vegas. But either way, it's not going to affect anything. So Bowden says, okay, Maintain the 12-team postseason field with six clubs from each conference, the four division winners and two wild card berths, um, you know, just like it was last year. And so without further ado, Dustin, we're going to take a look at this really quick here. We're going to start first in the East. Now, the, the very first division he throws out here, the, uh, the Western Conference, uh, the Eastern Conference, the East division, get this lineup, the Boston Red Sox, the New York Mets, the New York Yankees and the Philadelphia Phillies. That is one heck of a division to be in. No, thank you. No, no thank you. <laughs> you know, you got big spending teams. You have two traditional rivalries in Boston versus the Yankees and the Mets and Phillies. And again, geographically very close to each other. And, and I think one of the things to keep in mind that in this exercise, Dustin, is the fact that all 30 teams are going to play each other this year. So you're not having the massive load of playing division like you used to in the past, right? So you're going to cut right. down on the amount of, of time you're in the division. But that, to me, is crazy. Now, the North has the Reds, the Guardians, so both teams from Ohio, the Tigers, and the Blue Jays. So again, this is all geographic, so that's kind of an interesting division. The Mid-Atlantic, I mean, Jesus, who, who would want to, who would, you know, this is the division you want to be in here. The Orioles, Charlotte, which would be an expansion team, the Pittsburgh Pirates, and the Washington Nationals. So you just got this powerhouse in the East and the Mid-Atlantic's like, are you kidding me? Yeah, I mean, I mean I've already got issues. And then you look at the Southeast, and you have the Braves, Marlins, Nashville, and the Rays. So, you know, Atlanta, obviously a great team, spends a lot of money, but then those other teams, an expansion team, the Marlins and the Rays, Rays are a good team, but they don't really spend, you know what I mean? And so we've got the two brand new teams playing in the East, which also makes the East a little bit easier. And then that Southeast is easy. That Mid-Atlantic is easy. The East is way too hard. Um, it, Crowley, I know you're the wrong person to ask this question to, but does baseball really need this kind of a shakeup to get fans re-engaged or to fire people up or to get new fans involved? 
I mean, I don't think so, but but it's 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 something that you're taking a look at is is geographically if you're spacing this out. I, I kind of get what he's saying is cutting down on travel expenses, cutting down on the amount of travel that these guys have to do. You know, so are these the, teams are the, are the East is the East never going to play the West? No, I think are all teams are going to play. I believe all teams be- are going to play each other. All teams are going to play each other. Yeah. Well, again, I mean, give me a break with the travel. I mean, come on. These guys don't sit middle seat on Southwest. Okay. Uh, I mean, Frank Schwindel did, right? <laughs> don't forget that. But I would, I would say, you know, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I'm just looking at this and, and all of a sudden, it, you know, when you take a look at how it's aligned, it does make sense, like geographically speaking. Sure. I mean, maybe maybe you pull the Blue Jay. Maybe you would swap the Phillies and Blue Jays just nope. to maybe maybe balance the power a little bit, right? Maybe that would be one that you could look at really quick um, that you could that you could change up just a little bit, and maybe maybe you move. I don't know if that works either. You can't have two expansion teams in the same division. I was trying to think of how to how to toughen up that mid-Atlantic, but obviously the Southeast, you have to have the Marlins and the Rays. But Dustin, I think, uh, you know, here there is a separate side issue here. In, in theory, this looks great. The problem is, is you don't have a minimum that teams are expected to spend. You get what I'm saying? Right. So you have a cap. You have a luxury cap. You can't go over it or else you get all these penalties, but there's no floor. And that's the problem, Dustin, is that you have owners. Steve Cohen, Dustin, I heard, was taking out a Super Bowl ad. Okay? So, I mean, I'm sorry. To advertise the Mets? (laughs) I'm just telling you, when when you're looking at this, and you got a guy like Steve Cohen who they're already talking about uh, Shohei Otani going to the Mets. Right. And then you got teams like the Marlins who never have spent money. The Rays who have never have spent money. I mean, you know, you can't you can't keep doing this. The, the competitive balance, there, there ha- if you're if you're going to sit there and say, okay, there's a luxury tax, and if you go over this, then there has to be a, a floor tax. You can't constantly have no payroll, and just kind of you know t- you know take off the revenue sharing, right? Like like what what is the Pirates owner? What's his name? What has he done? He's probably the most hated man in Pittsburgh. He has taken a team that was once one of the proud franchises of the National League and turned it into a joke, an absolute joke. And, and, and there's no consequence for it. So why should, te- why should Steve Cohen have to feel bad about spending money? The people that we really should be shaming are the guys that are not spending money. And I'm never going to feel sorry for the owners until they open the books. Show no. me all these losses that you're taking, and then I'll be able to understand why you can't do what you say you can't do. But I'm sorry, man, that, 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 that the, the problem with baseball, alignment, not alignment, this idea works with the understanding that there's a minimum floor. It doesn't yep, work if you're going to have yep. a team like that with, with Miami not spending any money, with the Pirates not spending any money. Then it doesn't work. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. So there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time 
every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. No, it wouldn't work, and a floor would definitely be absolutely positively necessary. Um, Okay, so let's get to the good stuff, Crowley. Let's get to where our favorite team is. There we go. Now we're cooking with gas. Let's well, well, talk about this. Well, we'll Let's start with the we'll this. start with the West and we'll move towards okay. the Midwest. We'll start with the West, okay? Because <laughs> uh, I know people are excited. Uh, again, this makes sense. The the Diamondbacks, the Angels, the Dodgers, and the Padres. Now, obviously, a, a pretty stacked division. Well, I mean, not that bad. You still have those teams, the Dodgers and the Padres, but you lose that one of the, the traditional rivalry with the Dodgers and the uh, Giants. But again, it's been the Padres and Dodgers the last few years. You would then have the Pacific Coast, which would include the Rockies, the Athletics, which are either going to be in Oakland or L.A., the Mariners, and the Giants. So again, geographically makes sense, and I think that that would be a good rivalry to, you know, the Giants versus the A's. Was that 1989? Yes. The the Battle of the Bay? The the shake at the stick, right? Yeah, yeah. That was, God, I'll never forget that. I don't don't know about the Rockies, though, being on the Pacific Coast. You're just kind of trying to figure out where exactly it would be. Ideally, it's not perfect. But um, once you look at the whole thing, it makes sense. And now here's where we get the title of the episode. The Southwest (laughs) would have the Astros, the Royals, the Cardinals and the Rangers. So two teams from Texas and two teams from Missouri. So the Cubs and the Cardinals would no longer be in the same division. Well, I guess um, that's disappointing, um, but they're still going to play each other. It's just a question of, are they going to play four times? Are they going to play six times? And my how guess many is, times would you play my, each other? My guess is when you play out of division, you would do one home and one away. So it so would six, be so six. six or four. Okay. Yeah, six or seven, some, something I mean, around you know, there. The one thing about that, though, that kind of gets us you know, to like the Cubs-Sox rivalry where I think when they play four to six times a year, I think that's just about right. Well, you're going to see a lot more of it because that's where we have the Midwest League where the Cubs would be, the White Sox would be, the Brewers, and the Twins. So as, as you kind of take a look at this, it would... That's a Cubs, really fun division. I mean, that, that seems like a really competitive, fun division. You, and the thing that's interesting is that the Cub fans are, Cubs are hated by White Sox fans and Brewers fans. They share that together, that hatred of the Cubs. But again, they don't have to play each other much, and that may change once things start to get competitive. But on the flips, and then and and then you know the Twins and Cub fans kind of I think get along pretty well. So, all in all, it's an interesting concept. It's it's not the worst idea in the world as long as teams are spending money. But you know, I think about you know Dustin when we talk about how we kind of remember things. For you and I growing up, the biggest rivalry was always Cubs-Cardinals, right? Cubs-Cardinals, Cubs-Cardinals. But, you know, a lot of times when I would talk to my dad, who's an older Cub fan, you know, from the 1950s and 60s Cub fan, they really disliked the Mets more than I disliked the Mets. Absolutely right. You know, so when we talk about... 69 Cubs hate the Mets. Right. And the fact is you used to play the Mets a lot more because they would be in the NL East with the Cubs. So it was just kind of this natural rivalry that occurred. So it's, it's, I think it's a cool idea. 
I don't know. I mean, we are creatures of habit, Dustin. So I don't particularly know if, if we would be okay with this. It's, it's just so much change. Um, you know, I, I would say that all in all, it, it comes down to, you know, these new rivalries that would form. But again, it, there has to be a floor for these teams to spend to constantly make it so that, that all teams are trying this idea of tanking. And in the last, um, in the last CBA, they tried to address that. Like you don't, if you finish last, you don't automatically get the first pick in the draft. But even then, Dustin, it's like, you know, the first pick isn't a guaranteed. You just want to be in the top five. You know what I mean? And, and, and that's kind of occasionally there's a consensus like Bryce Harper. There was no doubt Bryce Harper or even Chris Bryant. But if you think about Chris Bryant, his, his career isn't exactly what we thought it would turn out to be. So, I mean, they they're doing some things to address that. But let me ask you, Dustin, about this idea of every team playing each other. Because we, we're dealing with this for the first time ever in the history of baseball. All 30 teams will play each other on the schedule. Are you excited about that, not excited about that? Where are you at on that? I'm okay with that. But what I'm not okay with, I hate when they don't open with natural rivals. I, I don't like... I don't want the Cubs opening up against the A's as an example. That that doesn't make it, you know, when you're opening up in quote-unquote interleague play, I, I think that's stupid. You, you don't necessarily have to open up with somebody from your division, but you better be opening up against National League teams. That only makes sense to me. But I think it's good for the fans that, you know, at some point you're going to get to see every team. Every team is going to come to your city, and I think that's a good thing. Yeah, and 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 into your what you're saying, I, I agree with that. Right? Is that be smart? I, I think MLB always has done a pretty crummy job of scheduling this. Right? So right now, this year, 52 total games against divisional opponents, down from 76. Right? So I'm okay with that, right? I'm okay with like going from 76. That's a lot of games to play against each other to 52. 52 is still plenty of games to play each other, right? So when you talk about the interleague this year, there's 64 total games, right? 32 home and 32 away. Um, so it's actually uh, down from 66. So teams will play six games against six league opponents and seven games against four league opponents. So it changes a little bit here, but I am, you know, it's, it's, I look at this and I say to myself, okay, the one thing that is very cool is that you, you get to see players. Like for me, it's when I look at the schedule, one of the things I always look at are who are the divisional teams. So, I mean, you may have to wait like six years, right? And the previous way it used to always be, uh, you would face either the AL East, the AL Central, or the AL West, right? So you would see a team like, you know, if you got to see Shohei Otani, if you're a Cub fan and you want to see him at Wrigley Field, you'd see him like once every six years, right? Right. And that's not, that doesn't work. Right. That's a bad, that's a bad. So I don't have a problem with this. What I do think MLB should really be focused on, and this comes down to the schedule, like you said, I think teams should always open up against divisional opponents. That should be something that happens. It's hard to do that now with, what, five teams in each? Right. So you can't really do that, but at least have four teams in the division 
playing against each other. And I think you have to balance the schedule out with division opponents. I think you should start with division opponents. I think you should play them right around, right before or after the All-Star break. And I think you should play them at the end of the season and then fill in everything else in between. That's how, if I was in charge of the schedule, that's what I would look at doing. Crowley, I totally, totally agree with you. 